Hey, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about priorities. I would like to start with a quote by uh, President Dwight D. Eisenhower. What is important is seldom urgent and what is urgent is seldom important. Meaning the urgent things oftentimes get our attention and then the actual important things get pushed to the side because they're not urgent. And we want to talk today about how to change that and how to set your priorities in a way that, I don't know, balances your life. Here we yeah. go. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. Okay, so as I kind of just said, we want to talk today about kind of balancing your priorities in a way that works for you so that when your head hits the pillow at night, you're not sad. I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, I don't want you to feel regret that you didn't spend your time wisely during the day. Now, Angela and I, as busy marketing moms know, there is an endless to-do list. Endless. There's never a time where I stand here and say, there's absolutely nothing to do. Right. Um, <laughs> but that also means that it is up to you to select the tasks that you perform during the day. Because you have to. There's literally no physical way to do everything. So how do you prioritize and choose the things to get done each day? That's kind of what we want to talk about today. Yeah. And I think there's kind of two areas to this with us being moms and business owners. And that is those two kind of separate places where we have, like, I have different priorities for my family and my home. And then I have priorities for my business. And I have noticed that if I'm not very intentional about setting priorities for both of those things, one or the other tends to kind of take over my time and mental space. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we can start by talking about just that right there is kind of shifting your mindset a bit to, to first realize that not everything you do has to be urgent. Like it's, it's okay. And it's even very important to, to put those important things in your life, right? Because otherwise you get caught in that rut of routine. And before yep. you know it, three years have gone by and you don't feel moved forward in any way than you were three years ago. And then that's, again, when that regret kind of fills in. Yeah. So I think one of the first ways to start is to really sit down and think about what, like who you want to be. What do you want your life to look like in the future? And I know this is really hard for a lot of people to sit there and think about 
who they want to be in the future. But to get where you want to go, you have to imagine it. Yeah. You have to think about the destination. Otherwise, you're just wandering all over with no end in sight. So Angela and I have raved about our power sheets from Cultivate What Matters. And that for us is a great way that we like to hone in on what we, who we want to be and how to get there. That's just a tool that we love to use. Uh, We'll link to it in the show notes below. But we just first need to get clear on who we want to be. This has nothing to do with the bill that's due next month or or that product we want to get out or that school project we need to go buy poster board for. Mm -hmm. This has to do with you. Who do you want to be? Yep. So to give you an example, I always talk about I want to be that person that, let's say when I'm 80 and I, I want to be a grandma. I mean, obviously that's up to my ch- children if I <laughs> I have the honor of becoming a, a grandma. But I want to be a grandma who goes to visit their you know grandkids and their children and hosts meals where people want to come see me. Like I want to be the type of person that people want to come visit or who enjoy a visit from me. That has absolutely nothing to do with, did I meet that deadline on Friday? Did I have an extra $1,000 in my bank account? For me personally, my goal is about family and personal connection. How about you, Angela? Yeah. When I try to picture myself and I know I've talked before that I can't I can't quite do the what am I gonna be when I'm 80 because my brain won't go that far but (laughs) when I think about (laughs) when I think about even just in a few years Mm -hmm. where do I want to be who do I want to be I want to be a mom that can take time to go do her kids stuff like I just finished up spending a month of swim meets two or three swim meets a week plus practices Mm -hmm. plus all the other stuff my other kids had and it was nice to be able to take that time to do that with my kids I want to be a mom that my kids don't feel like they have to bug me or that they're interrupting me to get me to spend time with them I want Mm -hmm. to be a business owner that is there and reliable for my clients like you said, none of those have anything to do with the bill that's due next month. And that's really hard when you're setting prioritizations because the urgent feels important (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it's urgent. So taking the time to think like, okay, it's urgent, but is it important or is it important in the short term or is it important in the long term? And I think Mm -hmm. that's another like big distinction that because the long term often gets kind of pushed back. And I know for a long time, because I started my business several years ago, and I was actually just telling my husband I had come across a picture of my youngest when she was like two, sitting on my lap at one of those early morning meetings that Jesse and I like to talk about. (laughs) And uh, I was like, I remember sitting at that kitchen table dreaming about what it was going to be like when all of my kids were in school. And I had all of the time to do for my business, to spend on my business. I had all the hours in the day to just focus on my business. 
And that's what I was working toward. And then all of a sudden I had that and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I had to find kind of something else to <laughs> to be working toward because it happened so much faster than I could have imagined. Yeah, absolutely. So after you kind of think about who you want to be, now you can kind of work backwards and say, okay, what kind of specific goals can I have in my life to try and meet that? So sometimes these might be goals for your health or goals for your your mind, right? Like your uh, personal development, spirituality. It might be just goals for the family. It might be specific goals for you and your significant other. It could be goals for your finances, for your home, for activities, just whatever. It, it can be literally any aspect of your business or life. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people, and Angela and I might have talked about this before, a lot of people split those things up. Like, I mean, and I know we do that on the podcast too. Like, hey, we're going to talk about business stuff right now. And hey, we're going to talk about home stuff right now. But when it comes to goals and priorities, all of it is your life, especially mm -hmm. as a marketing mom who works from home. Yep. They get muddled so easily. So don't fight it. Don't separate it. Embrace that it is one life yep. and it's yours. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier about setting those goals for both because or those priorities for both. Because if I say, okay, I really want to prioritize like this particular area, a lot of times I'll look back in a couple months and be like, I haven't done anything in this other area. So it's important to bring those both together to set those priorities and make sure that like if your goal, if your ideal, I want to be this kind of person in 10, 20, 30 years is, you know, I want to be a really good mom. I want to be the grandma that people can come see. Like you have to make a note in your mind to make sure that like those goals are getting priority and you're not like letting the business goals take over. Yeah. And also like go a step further. Don't just have these are the priorities for business and these are the priorities for life. I want you to combine them into one list so yeah. that you can see, okay, this personal priority is higher than this business priority. So, um, yeah, cause they're all sharing the same time. Like you only mm -hmm. have 24 hours in a day, so exactly. you don't want to set big business goals and big personal goals and then realize you only have time for one or the other. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that we have helped or, or we have tried to help people kind of lay out these goals and break them down and figure out all the obstacles and track and all these things is we actually have a marketing moms balance bundle and you can find that over at marketingmomspodcast.com forward slash balance bundle and it has well several pages of all these things <laughs> to help you balance your your work in life but one thing in particular is one of my favorite pages is the one that helps you set goals. So it, and if you're curious about goal setting, you can even get 
a goal setting workbook, go ahead and also check out our workshop that we did back in December about setting goals for 2022. And it doesn't even have to be for 2022. In fact, Angela and I kind of focused more on just, hey, let's break it down to just Q1 maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Like don't go too far out. So it's definitely something you can use anytime. And I know we'll do a, an episode in a few weeks here on setting goals on plan uh, on for Q2. Yep. But um, just like we have the resources available to you. Take advantage of them. We'll link them down in the show notes below. But just know that, that we're not just sitting here saying, all right, go set your priorities. Bye. Like we're <laughs> doing our best to help you find tools to to get those done. And if you're struggling, reach out to us. You can always find us on Instagram, and in fact, if it works for you, we'd love for you to let us know that as well. Yep. And I have, like, priorities on the brain today because um, while we're recording this, it's the beginning of the month, so I actually just got done doing my power sheets for the month, which is kind of a refresh of priorities and deciding, you know, what do I want to focus on this month? What are my priorities this month? And... You know, I I have found that taking time every month to sort of stop and reflect on my priorities for the year and for the quarter um, really helps me a lot because I tend to just it like time goes into a blur. <laughs> so having that set time to reflect on where you're at and where your priorities like where you want them versus where they have been. Uh, can be really, really helpful. Yeah. And one thing I love about the power sheets is that it helps you break things down into monthly tasks, weekly tasks, and daily tasks. So I know we've been talking a lot so far about these big, grand, long-term goals and ideas. But what we really want to talk about is when you wake up in the morning, how do you prioritize today? Yep. How do I prioritize the next hour? <laughs> That's what is really hard for a lot of people because, oh, sure. I mean, for a lot of people, planning is sexy. It is yep. awesome to sit here and say, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and life's going to be grand. Okay, great. Now let's break it down. Let's actually figure out the steps that we need to take to make it happen. And so that's why – Um, there's actually several things and and we've talked about several of them before, but there's several ways to figure out what to do next. So just like I just said, you can have a lot of goals or tasks for a month, but you can't do them all every day. The, The things that are daily, sure, you can put those on your list every day. The things that are weekly, it could be on your list for today. It may not be. You just want to make sure that it is on there a few times a week or at least once a week. And then the monthly goals, that's harder because I'm not saying you have to do this on the third of the month. You can, you have to find time to fill it in because you put it on your list as something you wanted to get done this month. You know, it's important to you. Again, as we said, it may not be urgent, but in the long run, it is important to who you want to be or what your values are. So you got to make sure to find time to throw that in. So for each day in particular, you want to write down a few things that at the end of the day, when my head hits the pillow, what am I going to be glad I accomplished? Yep. 
I mean, I know that, say, I don't know, that load of laundry. I had mm-hmm. an overflowing thing this weekend, a, a, a laundry basket, a hamper, and I only got three loads done. There is more. <laughs> That's how much laundry I had. But did I finish it the next day? No. Because at the end of the day, me finishing laundry the next day was not leading me to who I wanted to be. Does it need done? Sure. Everybody needs clean socks and underwear. But it didn't need to be done right that second. And I chose to take my kids to the park yesterday. And I don't regret that. In fact, when my head hit the pillow last night, I was so happy that I was able to get outside with the kids, that the weather was finally warming up, and we got to get out and do something as a family. That was important to me personally. And so I was happy to make that choice. So what I would say is list three or four things that will really push forward your personal goals of who you want to be. Now, I'm not talking great big things like, and and again, we're mixing life and work. So, oh, finish project A. <laughs> you kind of need to be a little more specific because I'm sure that finishing project A takes a lot of little steps. I'm talking yeah. break it down into steps. Maybe it is that, you know, I don't know, finish this one part. And then another step is send it to the client if you're a service provider. Yeah. So you have like actual tiny steps. So I would say set out three or four of those. And then after that, you can lay out all the other things that you you would like to get done today, but it's not going to be a deal breaker, like the laundry. Maybe you know that you want, I don't know, that, I don't know something for dinner and you need to pull something out of the freezer you can put that on your priority list in your top four like okay this morning i need to be sure to pull xyz out of the freezer and put it in the fridge or i need to pull this out of the freezer and put it in the crock pot that's more my style (laughs) yes me too so that can definitely be on your list it can be those tiny little things and you know what I get satisfaction when I cross things off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter Everybody how Everybody loves small. crossing off a to-do list. I know, right? So that's why sometimes it feels really good to write it down on paper physically so you can just like... Yep. <laughs> well, and I think that's part of what makes one of the reasons that there are like a billion different kinds of planners and all the different podcasts and shows about goal setting and prioritization because at the end of the day, it really boils down to what is important to you. And sometimes the important thing is getting the meal into the crock pot. Like it doesn't always have to be, you know, today I closed three clients today or whatever. Like that's cool. That's awesome. If that's a priority for you, go for it. Um, But don't feel like because your priorities for the day are make sure all of the kids get up in time for the bus and get the dinner into the crock pot and remember to email the client back. Like those aren't insignificant as long Mm -hmm. as they're moving you toward your bigger goals. 
Mm -hmm. If you're enjoying this candid chat, you can get early access, exclusive content, and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketing moms. Now back to the show. For sure. Now that you have your list written out, now you actually need to prioritize those. So step one was prioritizing what you want to get done in a day. Well, you know, we've broken it down already. But now that you have your daily list, how do you prioritize those? One of the things that we like here on Marketing Moms is the eat the frog concept, where you put the thing that you know is important and you know it may even be urgent, at the, but you do not want to do it <laughs> at the very top. So for example, if your family is completely out of underwear and they need it badly, I know you don't want to do laundry. Who wants to do laundry? But, but you got to put it at the top. It has to be the first thing because now it's, it's become urgent because your family yep. really needs you to do it. And then step two could be go out to Walmart and buy another pack so that you have more so right. it doesn't happen again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the eat the frog concept, if you haven't heard of it, is it was attributed to Mark Twain, which means that he probably did not say it did and nobody it, knows yeah. where it came from. But it was this quote that was like, eat a live frog in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. Obviously, you're not going to eat a frog, but the idea is if you do the hardest thing first, the thing you're dreading the most, everything else will feel like a breeze. Yep. So let's say that, I don't know, you're scared to launch this, this new product. Just hit go. Do it first. Don't sit here and worry about it all day. Like, oh, I'm going to do it by nope. the end of the day. Oh, there's something else to do. Oh, I got it. No. First thing you do in the morning, push it live. Just do it. Nope. Get it over with. Yep. I find myself too, sometimes it's easy. I, I also really like the eat, eat the frog technique. But sometimes, like the other day, I had to call, make a phone call for an appointment. I didn't want to do it. I'd been putting it off for like weeks. <laughs> and what would happen is I would say, okay, first thing in the morning, I am going to make that phone call. But first thing in the morning for me is like 530 in the morning. Nobody's mm -hmm. open at 530 in the morning. Mm -hmm. By the time they are open, I've moved on to other things and I have a ton of excuses for why I can't make that phone call because I'm totally busy doing this thing. So I had to set an alarm on my phone that was just like, go make that phone call right now, regardless, whatever's going on, stop, go make the phone call. And it got done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't be afraid to set alarms. I mean, I've done that before, too. Like, okay, I have to remember to go put this in the crock pot at this time because I cannot tell you how many times that has happened where it's two in the afternoon and I'm like, oh, I forgot to put it in the I crock pot. Now I got to figure out something else for dinner. Because there's yep. not even enough time to put it on high. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> that's my next thing. Oh, is there still time to put it on high? No. Yep. Can I crank oh. it up? <laughs> Rats. <laughs> okay. Another principle that really helps is the 80-20 rule. And according to this that I found, it was developed by Italian economist 
Wilfredo Pareto. And basically, it means that 20% of your work will account for 80% of the results. So 20% of, this is the one that hit me in this example, 20% of the clothes in your closet get worn 80% of the time. Like, yes, that's so true. true. Like you have this huge closet and yet you really only wear that 20%, 80% of the time because they're your favorites. Um, So in in this case, 20% of your efforts at work account for 80% of your results. Mm-hmm. 20% of your efforts doing, well, honestly, to me, it's like, yeah, 20% of the chores in the home yes. account for 80% of chore time. Yeah. Because it's the recurring ones. It's the dishes and the laundry and the sweeping of the floors. The other percentage of like wiping down the bathrooms and doing the dusting cleaning the windows cleaning the windows they get done but not 80% of the time that is for those big recurring tasks so you have to sit there and think okay here's my to-do list that we've already written out we've already put the frog at the front the thing i don't want to do i'm going to do first that's awesome but what about the rest now you need to take a look at those and really think of those items, which ones are going to be the biggest bang for your buck, yep. right? Which ones are going to make the biggest impact? Yes. Which ones are going to make the biggest impact? So for me, I might look at that like yesterday and say, you know what? Doing the laundry is not going to have the biggest impact over taking my kids to the park. Because to that, to, to me, like that's getting them exercise, it's giving them family time, and maybe we're going to find something silly and it's going to make a memory. Yep. That, to me, was more important than doing that those extra loads of laundry that I haven't done yet. And I don't regret it. I prioritized yeah. taking my kids out versus some laundry that didn't need to get done that day. It will need to get done. I probably should go throw in a, a load as soon as Angela and I are done here. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't need to get done yesterday. So really think about what of your list, you can even break your list out of into 20% and 80% of your list. Let's say you have 10 things on your list, which two things are actually going to propel you forward the most toward those goals that we talked about earlier in the episode. Yep. And that, that is huge when you are staring at what feels like an endless list and you have a limited amount of time. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing to consider when you're sitting down planning your day and you really want to make that big impact because of that 80, 20 rule, you know what days you're going to have the most time. So if you're looking at a day where you have a half day at work because you have to go pick up your kids and then somebody has a practice and then somebody else has tutoring and then there's book club. Looking at that list and figuring out what's going to make the biggest impact for the day is going to be doubly important. Mm -hmm. But don't forget, you can also add personal time on there. Yes. So like if you're reading a really great book, don't be afraid to 
when you're mapping out your day, say, you know what, I'm going to take 30 minutes during lunch and sit there and read. There is nothing wrong with that too. Because you definitely need, it's not just all about here are the tasks, get them done, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. It's also making time for yourself, right? So maybe it's, hey, The Bachelor was on and I need to watch the, the replay. Or, hey, it's tonight and I need to watch it. Like whatever, you know, day of the week it is because everybody watches The Bachelor. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, sure, we don't. do. But I do. Okay. And, you know, maybe it's stuff like that. And, and also don't forget to, you know, put in time for, hey, I'm going to go to lunch with a friend on this day. Like those are things that are, may be important. I can't speak for you, but may be important to you and your long-term goals in your life. Be sure to make time for them. Otherwise, again, three years down the road, you're like, what did I accomplish? Oh, great. I haven't seen my best friend in seven months. Yep. I should probably text her. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thing online the other day that said your value is not measured by your productivity. And I really mm -hmm. liked that because I think especially as moms and business owners, we tend to measure how well, like how well we did that day by how much we got done. I'm and guilty. it's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> You know, when I get, when I lay down a lot of times, like I measure how well the day went by how much I got accomplished. And I think it's important to remember that spending time with your kids is an accomplishment. Taking time to read that book is an accomplishment. Taking, a, you know, stopping work a little bit early just to give yourself some breathing room in the day is an accomplishment. Yeah. So another thing you can look at your to-do list, let's say that you've put the frog at the, the top, you've picked out the 20% of things that are going to make the 80% impact, and you've got everything that's left. What do you do with those? We have had a past episode all about uh, Angela and I, you know, we have different ways of organizing our tasks. One of those being the Eisenhower matrix, where you decide if something is urgent and important, you know, important, but not urgent, not important, but urgent and not important, not urgent and deciding to do those things, schedule those things, delegate those things or eliminate those things. And just trying to prioritize that kind of stuff. Is there anything on your list that doesn't actually have to be done by you? Yes then maybe you can give that to someone else. And as a mom, I'm the worst at delegating because I can do it 1,000 times faster <laughs> than anybody else. Yes. But I'm doing my children no favors if mm -hmm. I don't teach them how to do these things for themselves. Yes. Because then you're going to get the 40-year-old that doesn't know how to run the washing machine. Now, my kids are a little young for that. But if you have older kids, don't be afraid to teach them the life skills. I know yeah, that my older, parents, yeah, go ahead. My older kid does her own laundry. Hey, from start go. to finish, mm -hmm. she'll do her own laundry. And so it's like, I don't even have to think about her laundry anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not even a factor. How about that? 
Who Which knew that good. you didn't even it have to worry about it? Exactly. It took a while to teach her how to use it, you know, use the laundry soap properly and, and set the right settings on the washing machine. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, she'll have like a new outfit or something that she's not really sure like what setting she should and I'll have to kind of step in and help but mm-hmm. like that's 20% there you go with the 80-20 rule that's mm-hmm. 20% of our laundry that I don't have to think about yeah how awesome is that um, but also thinking about those things that need to be scheduled right so for example it was important that Angela schedules that impo- that appointment it wasn't urgent, so she kept putting it off yep. until she finally set that alarm to schedule when she was going to schedule her appointment. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to to sometimes schedule things in there that are important. So for me, like I know today's going to be another nice day. I would like to – I'm not going to like – I'm not the type to map out at 3 p.m. I'm going to do this and at <laughs> 1.45 I'm going to do – I'm not that type. Right. Some people are. But that's yeah. not me. So I'm not going to physically schedule going outside for another walk or a bike ride. But in my on my list, I'm going to schedule this is going to happen today. Mm-hmm. It's a nice day. I want to take advantage and I'm going to go do that, you know, do that at some point today. I'm putting it on the list. So don't leave off those things from your list. Yep. But also think about the things you can eliminate. I pride well used to (laughs) pride (laughs) myself in my email inbox organization and you know what it just kept coming and coming and coming and getting so overwhelming and eventually I just said you know what I'm not organizing it anymore I just let it go and you know what maybe there are a thousand unread messages and I probably should unsubscribe from a lot of things but (laughs) my anxiety about my email inbox drifted away. I have no anxiety because I decided to delete it because it was not urgent. It was not important. I mean, I have ways to, I mean, I look at it, make sure I grab the important emails that come in or I sort away the other ones, but I don't worry about that magical inbox zero that people talk about yeah. where everything is perfectly sorted into files or archived and you have nothing in your inbox, whatever. That doesn't <laughs> exist in my world. And that's yep. me personally. Maybe it does for you, but <laughs> not for me. Well, and that's that's the thing about priorities. They can change. Like mm-hmm. You decided to stop prioritizing having your email perfectly organized and getting that inbox zero every day mm-hmm. now some people that might be super important to them because if they don't do that then other things can't happen but the for me one of the biggest parts of prioritization is taking time to look and see are these priorities really serving me yeah and that kind of again ties back to the yep. initial thing we were talking about is it serving who I want to be tomorrow, who I want to be yep. at the end of the day today, who I want to be next week, who I want to be in three years when I'm 80. Yeah, I love that. Is it serving me? Okay. All right. So we've set our priorities for mm-hmm. like who we want to be. We've made our list of the things that have to be done today. We put our frog at the top. 
We've looked at our 80-20 to find the 20% of things that are going to make the biggest impact. And we have used the Eisenhower matrix on what is left to sort of prioritize what is important, what is urgent and important, (laughs) what is urgent, and then the rest of it that's not urgent, not important, we can either put off, reschedule, get rid of, or delegate. Yeah. And I think if you really look at it, you're going to be surprised at how much stuff isn't urgent or important. Yeah, for sure. So I think today or this week, I know that's a lot. I think the most important thing out of our episode, what 20% if you're going to do what 20% of our episode, 20% of our episode (laughs) should you do? I think if you're only going to do one part, it's making the list of to do for today and Mm -hmm. organizing that. Yep. Start at the smallest point and work backwards. I mean, eventually we'd love for you to look at those goals for your whole life. But for right now, just just take a look at today. Yep. And if take you're listening to this, yeah, if you're listening to this in the middle of the day, just do it for half a day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe start tomorrow. I hate that. I'll start tomorrow. It's like if saying you're, you're going to start the diet at on six Monday. o'clock at night while you're cooking dinner. Do it for tomorrow. <laughs> okay, there you go. Do it right now before tomorrow. And some yes. people, that's a good question. Some people ask, when should I do this? Again, it depends it on you. Matter. It doesn't matter. You can do it in the evening before. You can do it first thing in the morning. You can do it after your cup of coffee in the morning. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter when you do it. What yep. matters is that you do it so that at the end of the day, when your head hits the pillow, you feel like you're on the right track to be who you want to be. And do start thinking, this isn't part of your today's challenge, but just a heads up, (laughs) um, start thinking about those big priorities. Start thinking about the the goals that can move you toward who you want to be and the life you want to have. Because here in a couple weeks, we are going to do our Q2 planning episode um, because Jesse and I love planning. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be talking a lot about that and using those to kind of break down and make monthly and weekly plans for Q2 in both our business and our personal lives. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon.